0: life shucker. Um so sh- cracking people's shells open with love. And really it came from trying to understand my own journey and make sense of it all and um so that's where that metaphor of the pearl started. And uh, I had spent so much of my life hiding and ultimately what now I call my shell, I was hiding inside my shell And sometimes that's natural. Sometimes that's appropriate because of the circumstances. And sometimes we just need to retreat from day-to-day life. And that's absolutely okay. But what happened for myself is I was living inside my shell for years because I was so afraid of the world. And what I found on my own journey is that I really found myself isolated, even though I was surrounded by amazing people. I really wasn't connected to them. So I was always lonely. I, yeah, I, I just, I felt like I was living in the dark and and ultimately I was because I wasn't letting anybody inside my shell. And so now it's my mission to help people shuck their shells open with love and really help them like shine their pearl and get out into the world when it feels safe, right? Because I I don't want to suggest that all circumstances deserve to see your sparkly pearl, but more deserve it than not. And I really felt like I was the one missing out on life. by.
1: Namaste, sweet souls. My name is Shilpa and you're listening to the Omni Mindfulness Podcast. I am a mindset and meditation coach for professional women and mompreneurs. The purpose of this show is to offer stories and content that allows you to increase your awareness of your authentic self and be inspired by connecting to the personal and professional stories of other souls. Souls who are walking the walk and living everyday human experiences with inspired intentions. These are the stories that will expand your consciousness and spark within you to ask, what if each season i offer content to help you create a holistic lifestyle that embodies spirituality mindfulness mindset and energy awareness through my conversations with experts in their niche area and solo casts from yours truly my intention is to help you holistically revitalize reset and relax your body mind and spirit i'm your host and founder of omni mindfulness So ask yourself, what if just one story could be the catalyst to shift the trajectory of my life? What if I become instrumental in serving other souls to realize their true self? And what if my soul's higher purpose is in the realization of Omni-Mindfulness Joy? It's never too late to rewrite your story. And now, today's episode. Welcome back, sweet souls. This is your host, Shilpa. I wanted to share some exciting news about a little challenge I'm running as I'm trying to get more people to discover this podcast and the conversations that inspire those who value personal growth. And the best way to do that is to leave reviews. You can leave a review on Spotify, Google podcast or Apple podcast. So my request to you is to leave a review if you feel that you've received any value at all from these episodes of Omni Mindfulness. It would mean so much to me if you could write a little review regarding any episode that resonated with you. Please take a screenshot of that review and email it to me at omnimindfulness@gmail.com. gmail.com. In return, I will offer you my one-page guide to spark your meditation practice through Sankalpa. Sankalpa is a Sanskrit word for intention setting. Along with this, you'll receive a link to my guided meditation that will guide you through an intention setting meditation, positive affirmations, which you can practice daily. I guarantee that this gift will help you start a daily intention setting practice with a spark. It is my gift for you for being a listener, being a supporter, and of course, to enable you to manifest the best meditation practice. We are now in the sixth podcast season. Each month, my guests and I explore a facet of how mindfulness applies to modern day living. In April, my guests and I delve into the topic of eco-conscious living. The topic of courage and resiliency is covered in May and wrapping up the season of mindfulness in June with the topic of heart-centered awareness. Stay tuned. And next up is my deeply insightful, effervescent, and wisdom-filled guest, Jessica Zempel. Jessica is the founder of Life Shucker, and she helps individuals and organizations find their deeper purpose and translate that into authentic success through transformative coaching, workshops, and retreats. Jessica is also a keynote speaker and her life coaching philosophies and techniques have been featured in Entrepreneur, Forbes, Huffington Post, and Thrive Global. Her book, Shuck This Way, reached number one on Amazon. Shucking is based on the idea that you are a pearl created by layers of strength through the grit of life's experiences. Instead of being ashamed of, running from, or hiding your grit, it is time to own and celebrate the magnificent beauty it has created in you. There is a shell around your lustrous pearl that you can close in time of fear. This is natural and often appropriate. The problem is the one's protective shell can start to hold you back from reaching your greatest potential if the shell remains closed for too long. You start to be isolated from the world and live in the dark inside the shell. It is then time to shuck the shell open with love to let your pearl shine, leading to a more meaningful success. And now here is Jessica.
0: Welcome, Jessica. Thank you for having me.
1: I am so happy to have you here. Today, we're discussing courage and resiliency, and I feel like you're the perfect person for this topic. Thank you. So, without further ado, maybe share us the high level story of how you arrived in where you are now, and maybe even further background.
0: Yeah. So I'll focus more on courage and resiliency just because that's our topic today. But it really starts with um, my father and his journey with schizophrenia. And it's been such a tumultuous journey and unpredictable. Uh, The environment that I grew up in was pretty challenging. And Gosh, I I stopped seeing my father um, when I was about 10 and reconnected with him about 10 years ago, and it has been such a magical journey, and why I love it is because we are in such a healthy place now, and I know that's not where everybody is, especially in regards to mental health or having... Hard childhoods or experiencing trauma. So, my whole goal in life is actually to help people that have been through hard times. Um, I like to say gritty. And my whole theory is actually um, the grit in our life actually creates our beauty, just like the pearl inside the oyster is created through the irritant inside the oyster. I think the same is true for all of us. So, um, so much of my life, I actually hid what I went through in my childhood because of shame, because of guilt, because of the fear of being judged for it and also quite honestly I just didn't really understand what was going on. And so it was easier for me to put a mask on in front of the world and try to be perfect and really move through the world without that experience and um and now I am just grateful for everything I've been through because of my healing journey, because of some of the tools I've learned um, in my spiritual practices and spiritual teachers. And yeah, so anything I can share to help others that might be listening, I am happy to dive into.
1: And it's quite the journey of when you experience something like that as a child, there are no words to describe what you think. I believe some of us, I can speak for myself included, you um, are aware that this may not be the normal?
0: I don't even know if I knew that. Um, Because it was all I knew. I knew something wasn't right. But being so young, I didn't really have the knowledge or the wisdom or the resources to tell me otherwise. Um, my mom, she's magical and so strong. As is my dad. I mean, I I don't want to take anything away from him. What he's gone through in his journey is so challenging, and I can't even imagine walking in his shoes either. But my mom did a really great job in protecting me and and also keeping keeping me safe, I would say, as possible in the situation. And so, so yes, in some ways I was protected from some of the craziness, if you will. And in other ways, even the craziness was normal. So, um, yeah, it's, it's layered, it's complicated. It's, it's uh, it's definitely um, not black and white.
1: Yes. Yes. I, I think that none of these stories can ever be like a linear story where it's just void of the details, the context, when did it happen? And the compassion layer is so huge, the fact that you understand it from that perspective. So what then, I know a little bit more about you than most people <laughs> since I wanted you on my podcast, but maybe you can share a little bit about then the inception of the, the site you created and um, what
0: you do now. Uh, thanks for asking. It's uh, it's called Life Shucker. Um, so sh- cracking people's shells open with love. And really, it came from trying to understand my own journey and make sense of it all and Um, So that's where that metaphor of the pearl started and I had spent so much of my life hiding and ultimately what now I call my shell I was hiding inside my shell and sometimes that's natural sometimes that's appropriate because of the circumstances and sometimes we just need to retreat from day to day life and that's absolutely okay but what happened for myself is I was living inside my shell for years because I was so afraid of the world. And what I found on my own journey is that I really found myself isolated. Even though I was surrounded by amazing people, I really wasn't connected to them. So I was always lonely. I, yeah, I, I just, I felt like I was living in the dark and. And ultimately I was because I wasn't letting anybody inside my shell. And so now it's my mission to help people shuck their shells open with love and really help them like shine their pearl and get out into the world when it feels safe, right? Because I, I don't want to suggest that all circumstances deserve to see your sparkly pearl, but more deserve it than not. And I really felt like I was the one missing out on life by not shining my pearl. And so I'm trying to help people shine their pearls in all the ways I can. And um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun. And so I also get to play on the word shuck and I, I love it. So my whole mission is to shuck the world and, and everybody needs a good shuck. And I mean, it just, it's endless fun. So it makes me laugh every day, but really I just wanted to stick with people that, It's okay to have these shells and it's okay to retreat into them, but at a certain point, you've got to open it up with love to shine. So that's, that's the metaphor. I I love the metaphor. And I feel like
1: a lot of us either unconsciously or consciously are in in a shell, maybe not all the time, but it it's happened to a lot of people. (laughs) A lot of the guests that I've had have gone through their own journey Now, I what I learned, I was surprised with just before I hit record is you went to the same school in that um, our fellow friend did, Donna Bond. Share a little bit about the school, what they do there, and how you arrived there.
0: It's called the University of Santa Monica, and what they teach is spiritual psychology. It's the only thing they teach. Doctors Ron and Mary Holnick, they are brilliant and they've been teaching it for 40 plus years. And what it was, was essentially two years of digging into me, understanding who I was, what my limiting beliefs were, honing in on my intuition, breaking through my fears. And it was some of the hardest work I have done. It was two years of tears and experimenting with new ideas and new behaviors and and it was also so liberating because i came out of there just feeling more more of myself and ultimately that's what i hope all of us can do is be who we are and break through any of our fears patterns programming belief systems that are no longer working for us so it was so liberating. i That's ultimately why I became a coach is because it changed my life in such dramatic ways that I wanted to give it back to other people. And that's what I've been doing ever since.
1: And uh, what was the catalyst that you're like, you know, I need to take this course or
0: do this training?
1: Because that takes mm-hmm. a lot of
0: commitment. There were two things. One, I kept finding myself in relationships with men that were emotionally unavailable. And I knew I was the common denominator, but I didn't know why it was happening or how to change it. And so that was one of the reasons I went to school. And what I learned was I was drawing in these people that were emotionally unavailable because I was emotionally unavailable. And so through the practices and the teachings of, um, USM, I was able to break through some of those fears and old patterns. And now I have a wonderful soul in my life who, um, who he's more emotionally available than anybody I've ever met. And he's, he's absolutely amazing. So, um, but it took time and it took practice and it took um some risks um on my part and and then the other thing that led me to the program was my career i had quote unquote made it i was running international operations for a product line in a med device company and and i had checked all the boxes everything you know i had a great salary unlimited vacation time i had a great team i was traveling around the world and i was really unhappy and i really i didn't know why i i felt like i should be happy i should be grateful and i was grateful to have that position um but what what i realized is that was an old dream of mine. And it was relevant when I first started to dream of international business because of my desire to travel. And I thought it was the only way I could travel the world. I you know, I eventually learned that I could travel on my own, but I didn't grow up traveling. So, So I had this limiting belief that I had to work in international business to see the world. And that's just not true. Mm-hmm. And then the other thing is I was really chasing money And that came from an idea that money meant safety or security. And so I spent the first first 15 years of my career years really chasing after a bank account. And I, I don't want to say I regret that in any way. It's just who I was and what I needed at the time. But ultimately, I learned that money is not what gives me security or safety. Um, in fact, I I don't know that anything does. It's just having trust in the world and knowing that I'm going to be okay no matter what situation. And so once I had that realization, it liberated me to make a choice for a career that was more aligned with my heart and more aligned with my soul. And and now it's unbelievable. I like jump out of bed, Getting to do what I do every single day, I'm so grateful. And and I if if anybody listening um, is feeling stuck and knows they're supposed to be doing something else, please 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 go for it. Once you do, you're gonna look back and realize you wish you would have done it earlier. So um, if I can encourage anybody to follow their dream, please 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 do it. I it, it's the best thing in the world.
1: I absolutely agree. There were two thoughts that came to mind. One is that your journey sounds like it also brought you into deep, deep, deep alignment and through the virtue of going through it, because you had the story, you had, you had the scars, as well as the lessons that you can now take this information and compassionately guide and hold the hand of others.
0: I feel pretty grateful that I'm in this place. And it took me a while to get here. And so for anybody listening or watching this, please know it's a journey. Healing and growth is its not something that happens overnight. And give yourself some grace and space to go through all the things you need to. And there's so many healing modalities out there. So what worked for me may not work for you, or it might. So keep going, find the right paths. And, um, I find that when I put it out there that I am looking for something and need something, it shows up for me. There's a saying that whenever the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I find that to be true over and over and over again. So, um, yeah, so there's so many different paths to get here. And honestly, I'm still healing. I, um, actually just started filming a documentary with my dad about the schizophrenia and how we came to a place of healing. And through that filming, I found some new places that I have to work on. And, and I'm grateful because it means I'm ready to look at those and and grow through those. But, um, but it's just a journey. And the, uh, I think that's important to remember is there's always more to be discovering about ourselves and and to keep um attuning to what is right for us because who we are today versus who we are tomorrow is different. So there's always a a rebalancing of what our priorities are and, and paying attention to what our soul's really asking for. Oh, you're
1: on mute. You mentioned so many concepts that I can deeply relate to. One is giving yourself grace. You mentioned the word grace. Now, healing is a journey. And for me, it's an everyday thing. Like, even though I am equipped, quote unquote, with these t- tools and techniques, and I practice them daily, I will have my periods where I'm like, okay, I need to readjust or recalibrate yeah. to. Tune into my inner source again. Now, mention some of the modalities that have been working for you, because again, they will change. Maybe you'll use new ones tomorrow, but what's, yeah. what's been helping you help other people as well?
0: One of the new ones I've discovered is I went on an eight-day silent retreat, and it was self-guided, so it was just me in a cabin in um, a little town called Julian here in California, and that was incredible. I I had heard about the idea and the concept about seven or eight years earlier, and, and I thought, oh, how could I ever you know part ways with the world for that many days and it's one of those things that man i wish i would have tried it way back then because it was so magical it wasn't easy um there were some challenges because i was just sitting with my thoughts and my feelings and um and i did a ton of meditation i would just sit in nature and i spent hours watching the sunrise and it was it was unreal and so i have been encouraging people to go on silent retreats there there's some that are structured so um you might find it called a vipassana but um i i encourage everybody even if you can only do one day start where you can and build yourself up to the 8 days because the connection to myself and spirit was like nothing I've ever had before. And um, I'm already looking forward to my next one. And so that's been a really remarkable um, experience that has connected me to myself and source. I would say other ones. um, I always have my own life coach. And so right now I'm working with a woman, her name's Dr. Anne Marie. And and she's brilliant. She's teaching me how to live life from an energy level. And so I am practicing all these new things, like honing in on my intuition even more and tuning into the wisdom I already have and just really quieting everything else down so I can I can truly listen. Um, that's been powerful. And then just realizing the power of my mind how our thoughts influence our emotions and our choices and like rewiring them so noticing what is going through my mind and knowing i can choose which ones to believe or not and and then i create thoughts that are more supportive as well so that's been really powerful in helping me heal and grow and and just live life in new ways.
1: I love the fact that you are open and receptive to those newer modalities. It's probably just like myself, where you have the existing modalities, but then you incorporate new ones. And it's just continually helping you become the next person, the next version of you. Yep. Um, Earlier, you said that who you are now may not be the same person you are tomorrow. And it's so absolutely true because just within the last couple of weeks, I've been shifting some modalities around in my structure just to kind of give myself some grace. And I'm not even the same person I was a week ago. And I, I'm like, I said that to myself this morning. I'm like, is that even possible? Because most humans in modern society would be like, you you didn't change
0: over a week. (laughs) Like, I think you can. I believe it. What uh, are you open to sharing what modalities you've been practicing? Yeah, so over the course, it's been easing in, but while most
1: meditation traditions include pranayama, mm-hmm. breath work, it's almost implicit part of the meditation, but I started to practice a more explicit, focused breath work um, patterns through a coach and I do it day and night, morning and night, um, as regularly as possible. So it could be something about reduction of anxiety or going to sleep or increasing your alertness. And they're very d- different breath works, hmm. but just zeroing in on just that as its own modality. Another one I've been gradually easing into for close to a year, but now I'm really zeroing in on it is um earthing so grounding i just interviewed the author of the book who wrote the um, the book on earthing and grounding so i'm i'm doing that in in addition to meditation wonderful so what is earthing is it
0: um... um
1: the the most simple definition is having your your soles of your feet or your hands or somehow your body um connect with the earth but without any um separation so you're actually grounding your energy to the frequency of the earth because often in modern world we're wearing shoes and synthetics and we're dysregulating our energy
0: mm, wow so, beautiful wow. i <laughs> i love being in nature and it, it recharges me in in so many ways so I can't wait to read that book and learn more what she's, she, or he has to share. So
1: I'll, I'll share more. I, it's, I've got a podcast and blog coming out, but the key is try to uh, keep your feet uh, barefoot. Okay. Yeah.
0: Fantastic. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> I always love learning new, new tools.
1: Yeah, me too. And I want to learn more now about what do you offer to people who arrive at your site? Cause I have your site open here and I, I yeah. love the name, but tell us a little bit more there so that People are like, you know, I want to to work with her. What what, would they expect? What can they expect?
0: There's a number of different ways that I work with people. So one-on-one is how I started. And I still am doing that. And I love that. And all they have to do is email me. And we'll set up some exploration time to see if there's alignment. And actually, I'm launching my first group of deep thinkers and feelers. And so I'm super excited because this group is going to be working together for an entire year and really diving deep into some of our programming and um, doing a lot of dream analysis and um, energy work and everything like that. So that's a new form of how I am going to be putting some of this into the world. And then I'm actually working on my first online program. It's called The Good Shucking Life. And that will probably be available closer to the end of summer. And what that will be is a number of different modules uh, that people can take at their own pace and learn at their own speed about different tools that I use in really bringing out what, what my soul's desire is and then, Aligning my mind to bring that forward, as well as taking action in the direction of our dreams. So, um, think of it as aligning the mind, body, and soul, so the life your life flows. And so that's what the good shucking life is going to be. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I I sometimes do online uh, programs that are live. So. It's really just a part of being on my newsletter, which is called Pearls of Wisdom, and and that's where I let people know what is coming next, and, um, and also just give free tools, because I think this work is so important. So I've started to put more tools out on my YouTube site, which is just Jessica Zempel, and really because not everybody can do the one-on-one work with me. And I still want them to have the tools so they can explore and change their life and and still live the good shucking life.
1: I just love it. I love the fact that everything, even your website, I encourage people, they'll be in the show notes, um, lifeshucker.com It's such a beautiful, happy, and just witty. <laughs> and the content is so witty. And I love the fact that you're, um, come up with a theme for the next program you're coming up with. This all of it is brilliant. It is coming from your heart. It, it's clear you're happy, Well,
0: at least it's coming from a place of joy. Thank you. I love it. It, it really ha- has been. It doesn't mean there hasn't been grit in my life. Um, even recently, I was a caregiver for my former partner. Um, he's healthy now, but um, walked by his side through stage four cancer. So I am the first to tell you that these tools work because I have been through grit even recently. And it's, it's, you know, using our spirituality, leaning on spirituality, leaning on our communities um, really tapping into my faith and trust and all of that, that helps me through these gritty times. So, um, so I love that you see the joy and I I've still got grit and, and, that's true for everybody. And so it's really how can we stay in balance and find ourselves and be with ourselves even when the waters are rough? And so, um, so yeah, so I love that you see the joy. I feel like that most days, but but there's some days that are harder than others. And and that's okay too.
1: And I just see that you also guide people through their goals and their um where they want to go. So to- it's not just about the day-to-day stuff, but if they have some life goals, sounds like you help them navigate that path.
0: Yep. It could be anything from starting a business, selling a business because I have such a um, long business background. I, um, I spend a lot of time working with entrepreneurs and executives. And then also I, um, I have walked people through journeys with cancer or losing loved ones. Um, So it's not, um, it's not one specific thing. And the, the beautiful thing is all these tools and ideas and concepts work no matter what you're going through in life. And no matter what age you are, no matter how experienced you are in spirituality or not, like it, 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 it's life skills that we all benefit from no matter what's happening.
1: And the entrepreneurial part is so cool because you've got the, you're bringing this balance of you can become an entrepreneur and live life while having fun at it. Now, one thing I know from your site is you have a self-help guidebook, right? Tell us a little bit about that because I'm sure the audience would love that.
0: It is, um, it's called Shuck This Way. So what it is, is 44 of my coaching techniques that I use with people and I use with myself. And so, What I really wanted to do is just put them in the hands of other people so they could, whether they're a manager, a parent, or just a friend or on their own journey, all these tools can be used, um, with somebody or for, for oneself. And the book itself is, um, has a special story behind it because I did it while I was a caregiver and, um, I, I put, most of my life on hold for my loved one. And that was a conscious choice. And I was grateful to be able to do that. And, and I also found that I needed a little something that I, I could focus on that wasn't just talking about cancer and um, pain management and all of the things that went with that journey. And um, so the book, is what came through that it um it was something i could work on for a couple minutes here or there and um i look forward to i i have a couple more books started that are a little bit deeper and a little more personal and i can't wait to bring those to life as well but this was a start and um i had always had a dream of writing a book and so here here it is which is great and so people can actually get a free ebook copy of it if if they sign up for my newsletter or just email me and um and then i also have another tool called the art of shucking and that's a seven step pro um just protocol or practice that people can use to really hone in on their thinking and and look at where they might be able to make some changes to really um, support themselves in moving through um, one of their dreams or one of their challenges. So lots of lots of free resources for everybody to have. and and if you can't find it on my website, just ask me because it might be a book I recommend that somebody else wrote because there's so many great people and teachers and resources out there that it's not just limited to the things I've done, but I'm happy to help anyone with anything they might be facing.
1: I I see your passion I see your heart in everything you're doing not only in your smile and your they just it's kind of it's emanating out I think you're you're a huge gift to the world now one curiosity because it, it was such a beautiful story about your your dad where you were at then you mentioned documentary maybe share what's his journey like where is he at how did what's his recovery like
0: Yeah. Thank you for asking. He's such a special person. Um, he, he lives, um, in, in his home and he's got a number of roommates that he's really kind of created his own family. So there, his roommates are Brett and Jason and Demita and the four of them are, are just beautiful to be around. They all have their own journeys and stories and they live in a way that's different than I live every day. And so um so part of my work has been to accept the way he's living and um honor his choices and not force what I think is right or what I think he should be doing onto him. But um he has been on medication and i do believe that it helps in some ways it's it's a longer conversation that we could probably go into for hours because i have a i have varying opinions because i have seen him over medicated where he's just kind of almost catatonic so he has been in and out of hospitals and and situations like that and and i in in no way am i insulting those institutions because i'm grateful that they exist and i know they're doing the best they can as well but i do think there's a better way for all of us to be approaching his exp- people that are having experiences with schizophrenia and we just don't really know enough about it i you know i might be Um, biased. I might be defensive because it's my father. Um, So I might be um, creating defense mechanisms or whatever. But sometimes I wonder if he were actually born in a different culture, such as Nepal or India, if he would actually be seen more as one of the wise elders, because he does hear things and he does know things that I don't necessarily see or hear or understand. And I have a curiosity if he had been kind of guided by somebody else who was wise and had, let's call them superpowers, that if he would have had a whole different experience. And I I try often to put myself in his shoes and the things that he's gone through in his life and how I might be, um, you know, because no one really understands what he's been through. And sometimes I don't even think he understands it. So, So I can appreciate why he would be angry and act out. It doesn't, make it right. So I don't want to condone his behavior in any way, but, but I do have compassion and curiosity about it. And so, um, so I love visiting him. He is, he's in Minnesota. I'm in San Diego. And, and what I see is just, he's so content now and, to me, that's beautiful. He also is one of the most accepting people I've ever met. Um, one of somebody, um, somebody he knew stole his car. And, you know, my normal reaction would be like, okay, well, let's call the police and get it back and take care of this. And his perspective was clearly that person needed it more than me. And I was shocked because here's a man who doesn't have a lot of means to buy another car yet his perspective was truly so loving and, and compassionate. And it made me stop in my tracks and think, wow, I, I'm not there in my journey. I, I don't have as much faith or trust as he was displaying in that moment. And, um, so, yeah, so there's a lot of beautiful things I've learned from him, as well as some of the challenges I've had to overcome. And, um, but yeah, so he's, he's got his home and, and then he's got all these little angels around him too. He's got some church friends that check in on him. He has a social worker that, you know, comes and makes sure he's taking his medicine. And I mean, it's really beautiful to see the world come together and offer their gifts and be angels to him. And then he's angels to other people. And it's, it's just beautiful.
1: I feel really happy to hear that at least not at least, but he is at a place where there's love around him.
0: Yeah, he does. He has so much unconditional love around him. And if everybody could have that kind of love, I think it would help change the entire world. And so, and I'm no doctor, I, I'm i not an expert in schizophrenia. So these are just my thoughts and, you know, what I'm experimenting with. And um, yeah, so who knows what more I'll learn. Um, hopefully I have at least 40 or 50 more years on this earth to discover more about schizophrenia. But if this is where it ends, that's fine too. And, um, yeah, but it's, it's been, it's been a highlight of my life. It's definitely been in the forefront of my world for my entire life and probably will continue to be, which is, which is okay.
1: Well, it's what brought you back to the spirituality. So on one hand, you're saying that you were doing really well and sounds like corporate, but you realize that that wasn't where you wanted to be. But maybe even this original catalyst was the pain, which now is turned back into um, compassion. Yeah. Well, this is wonderful. I I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed your heart and your sweetness. And I'd love to have you back again in the future.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for giving me this space. And your thoughtful questions and giving me a platform to share my heart and my journey. I really appreciate you.
1: I appreciate you too. Um, And I feel like you were so spot on about, and you may not have used exact words, but just talking about grit alone is in reference to the resiliency.
0: Yep. We do
1: have resiliency. And thank you so much for sharing with us your journey because you've turned all of your knowledge and the pain into tools to help others.
0: Thank you. Yes. And there's more, more to come. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to be your cheerleader. I want to see more. Thank you. I appreciate that. And you.
1: Thank you. Well, have a good day. Thanks. Thanks again for tuning in. Check out the links in the description and please subscribe, follow, and share and continue to practice Omni Mindfulness.